right. Good morning, Judith. Uh, good morning, Sonia. <laughs> Welcome to the Coaches Cup. I am Sonia Green from soniagreencoaching.com. And I'm Judith Bender. All right. So today, <laughs> today we are talking about, we're continuing building on um, what we've talked about the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So week one, episode one was the model. And then last week we talked about a thought download, which is how to get information for your model. And today is going to be a fun one because we're talking about facts versus thoughts. Right. This is really a, really a juicy one, right? This is where we can really dig into the model and where the work, where our brains are really put to the test and the work to figure out what is true. Yeah. Versus what we think is true. What we think is true. Exactly. Okay. So, um, just some general thoughts, thought about thoughts here. Um, once you have a thought download, the, the thing that can be really helpful to do with this is to go back to it and start picking out facts versus thoughts. And if you remember from our model discussion, um, a, a fact is goes in the circumstance line right. and it's indisputable. So yeah. go ahead. It, something like, you know, if a thousand people were in the room and saw what did they see, yeah. not what one person saw a thousand people would agree upon. Yeah. Something like that. And, and talk about when this gets hard, why this gets hard for our brains, Judith, <laughs> because, our brains create our truth based on our thoughts around a circumstance. Yes. So are we thinking of the example of what's coming up for me? Yes. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Okay. (laughs) I wanted to make sure I was with you. Um, Yes. So I have set a goal for myself to run a 30 minute 5k and I have never run a 30 minute 5k. Uh, I have run like a nine minute mile. Like I know at least once or twice I've done that. Um, And so this is, I've been going about mm, a month on this and I just listen to the chatter all the time about, you know, you're never going to get this. This is so hard, you know, and it feels like a fact in my brain. Yeah. And the truth is I know that this is just chatter. My brain is offering up. It's not, it's the story my brain is creating to try and keep me safe and conserving energy and not, <laughs> and not getting there so much. So, uh, and that I think is for a lot of exercisers, what might make the journey um, especially challenging is acknowledging, you know, that it's not a fact. It's my, it's my thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Because our brain is tricky, right? I mean, <laughs> It does. It it wants to keep it on autopilot as much as possible. Totally. Yeah. And so if whatever it is, it's going to look for past evidence. It's going to look for past programming. Exactly. And you know, that, that 30 minute 5k, we've never done this before. We've gotten older every year. This might be dangerous. This might not be possible. This, you're going to yeah. hurt yourself. Yeah. Yeah. All the things. Um, <laughs> you said something I wanted to touch on real quick about autopilot. I heard um, an interesting 
fact the other day that we only use 95%, no, no, we only use 5% of our conscious brain a day that 95% of what we do, like driving a car to the doctor's office or going to the grocery store, like things that we are on autopilot because all day long, that's how our brains conserve energy is by being on autopilot. So to tap into the prefrontal cortex and use that energy to carry us through is, is where the, the trick lies. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you mentioned uh, when we were talking about this before we started recording um, about neutralizing thing. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing. Um, I was talking to a client the other day and she was um, talking about foods that she didn't want to put on her protocol. And she said, well, I, I left the bad foods off. And I was like, okay, what, what are the bad foods? And she said, well, cake. I said, why is cake bad? Well, it doesn't have any nutritional value. And I'm like, cake is just cake potato chips are just potato chips, you know, and, and she, she was trying to lose weight. And I said, you know, if, if you want to lose weight, you probably don't want to eat them all the time, mm -hmm. but you can still lose weight and eat a serving. Right. There's, there's nothing bad about the food. There's right. nothing, you know, the food doesn't, the food doesn't jump up and, and call your name like we often want to think that it does. Right. And so did she eat the cake? Um, well, we had just coached on this week. So I, that's what, that's what we left with. Okay. Uh, that was her, that was her goal is to make a realistic plan that she would actually, you know, follow. And we talked about ways to, ways to do that. Good. Be curious to hear. Yeah. Because we want to, we want to give that, um, those attributes to, to things that are completely neutral. Exactly. The, the, where this really is important for, um, for our, our viewers is that the power doesn't lie in the fact of the circumstance. The power lies in the thought. Exactly. Exactly. For, for my 30 minute 5k, my power is, you know, I can do hard things. I can show up and to, to drive my feelings to get me there. Mm -hmm. um, and it's going to be my thoughts that are going to get me there training my body. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or not get you there. Right. I mean, it works either way. The thought we want to use it for good, but if the thought keeps coming up, this is hard. I've never done this before. <laughs> this is, you know, if, if that, if your thought t continues to be, I can't do a 30 minute 5k, then that's going to be, your result is going to come from that thought. Yeah. That thought's not going to serve me. That right. thought will not serve me at all. Just like your client and the cake being bad. Yeah. When you run that model. <laughs> right. That's what, that's what I asked her about. I was like, so, you know, let's play this out. What are your actions? And she said, I sit on the couch and I think about the cake. Yeah. And where does that get you? You know, what if you neutralize the cake and you say, I'll put that on my plan tomorrow. Yeah. And then you can forget about the cake. Yeah. Take out those thoughts. Mm -hmm. about the cake. Just, yeah. Plan. Yeah. Just made. And then tomorrow she doesn't have to eat that cake. Right. Yeah. 
Exactly. Or if she wants it. It's on there. Yeah, it's there. Yeah. It's not bad either it's one. not bad, right. <laughs> <laughs> so the last thing we want to lead on is that there are no negative circumstances. And I'm going to use like what I consider to be a really, it could be controversial, but it's a really powerful example of that there are no negative circumstances. And that if we, if we look at 9-11, right? 9-11 was a fact, but many people would believe that it's horrible. And yet to, you know, of course, to Americans, but to the terrorists who performed the act, it was a success, a victory. And when you think that's where you can see that the truth lies in each individual and what they, what their thoughts are about the event, about the circumstance. So there is no negative circumstance. What do you think, Sonia? Yeah. I mean, our circumstances are always neutral and you know, that one, that kind of example really rubs people the wrong way. And, and I get that. I mean, we were all, you know, it's one of those moments that you'll never forget where you were. Um, but at the same time, we didn't all, we don't, everyone on the face of the earth didn't come at it the same way. Doesn't see the same thing that I thought or that you saw, or, you know, we're, we're all, um, we all believe a little differently about it. And so the circumstance, the event itself is, is neutral. It's our thoughts about it. And another thing, another example um, that I think about often to show that our thoughts are neutral is um, if, for example, if someone, if someone dies, right. Until we have the thought in our head that, like they could have died two days before mm-hmm. and we wouldn't be sad about it because we wouldn't have had any thoughts about it. Right. It's when we have those thoughts about their, their loss that it becomes sad to us. When we, when we have the thought, we get the experience. Right. Of our thoughts about the circumstance. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it really, it's, um, what this does ultimately <laughs> for people, and, and this is easier for some people to accept than others, you have to be, I think, committed to doing thought work because what this does is takes away any victim mentality you are ever tempted to take on. Mm-hmm. Emotional adulthood. Yeah. That's, that's what I hear right there. Absolutely. That's a really good point. Yeah. My husband doesn't do the dishes, doesn't help out around the house. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, I I can't get mad at him about that. It's my thought that I need to examine. What are my expectations about that? Mm-hmm. That's where, that's where it's coming from. Um, and, and that's difficult to accept for some, some people. It takes some time to, you know, to accept that it's, yeah, it's all on me. I get to decide. Absolutely. 100%. It it is until you can neutralize your circumstance and make your choice and see that it is completely neutral. Um, And that's, and that, that is such a gift you can give yourself when you can free up 
you know, that for years that that has been your thought Mm -hmm. that your husband should clean the kitchen. Yeah. Um, And, you know, you know that that's, that that's a neutral circumstance because there are times that you wouldn't get mad at him for not cleaning the kitchen. Such a good point too. Let's say, let's say your husband is a a doctor who's on call Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's his night to clean the kitchen. If he gets a call and has to go in to take care of a patient, you're not going to get mad about that. It's the same circumstance, but you've just had a different thought. Yeah. So, a pass because yeah. he wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, but you know, it, it is tough. It's, it takes practice. And even for uh, those of us who've been doing thought work, um, still sometimes those sneaky little thoughts catch up with us and surprise us. Yeah, that, hello, let's just lead right into the benefits of coaching. <laughs> right. right. Uh, still. I love nothing more than to be coached on my thoughts. The, uh, it's just super powerful when you realize that you've had the power all along within you to make these choices and to free up the space in your brain. Yeah. Um, get the life you want. Feel and feel great. Yeah. That's, and that's the, that's the other side of the coin, right? The, the thing that people have to give up is that victim mentality. But what you get instead is the power to do anything you want, to have the life that you want. And that sounds, it almost sounds crazy. It almost sounds too good to be true. (laughs) It does. It is, it is, it is freedom to move in this world in a way that you can create for yourself. Yeah, it absolutely is. Yeah. Because if you're carrying around thoughts that, well, my husband or my mother or my child, somebody, you know, they, they make me feel this way. And, you know, you put that on your back and then you put, well, my boss thinks this about me and you carry that. I mean, you are carrying a heavy load that, but what if you can turn that around and say, I get to decide how I feel about this. I get to decide how I think about a situation. I get to decide that I have the power. Yes. Such a, such a better feeling to know that you have the power within you to make those choices. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And that, that's the power that allows us to lose weight, to build a business, to run a 30 minute 5k I'm or a 30. <laughs> it, it, it is very empowering. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's the importance of figuring out and really honing in, um, on separating what the circumstance is, neutralizing it versus your thought. All right. So what's a nugget? You got a nugget for everyone today? What's one? Um, I think, you know, I think that's probably it right there. I want to make sure you don't many times when people are trying to self coach, um, they want, they start to get a little lazy about what's a thought and what's the circumstance and getting really clear on making sure you have that neutral circumstance Mm -hmm. is the key to self to coaching yourself. 
um, because until you have neutralized that, you can't really dig in and know what that thought is. Yeah. I'm totally going to spin off of what you said and offer that um, neutral for me, my trick to neutralize. And I just thought of this visual even is, I don't know, maybe it's in elementary school when we had those simple books and it would have like, you know, you were learning to spell pencil mm -hmm. and it would just have the pencil with the word, a picture of a pencil with the word and you would copy how to spell it. That is almost how I picture in my brain when I'm neutralizing food. I take out the thoughts and feelings that I have about that and just look at it for what it is. This, this is just a circumstance. It's just a 30 minute 5k. It's just a donut. Yeah. You know, and the, the power is within me to make the choice of how I want to think about that. Yeah. And, and I don't want to, I guess I don't want to minimize how much practice it takes to do that. Because if you have not been doing that your whole life, right. even stopping to, you know, especially with food, we, we've both had, um, we've both been overweight. Oh yeah. And to stop yourself, you know, apple pie, there's my, that's my, that's my food. I have to neutralize, but to stop yourself long enough to think this pie is neutral. Mm -hmm. This, these potato chips are neutral. Mm -hmm. Takes practice. It totally, it, and hello, the model, putting it in the model. That, that's probably even where I got the visual of just seeing, you know, it's just, it's just this, it's this, it's this. There's a, there's a, the model is the, the structure to neutralize our circumstances. Yeah. Because our brain just wants to do the easy thing. And the easy thing is to put it in your mouth before you think about it. Before yes. that thought has a chance to hit. Right. Or to think that that apple pie is calling your name. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about you, but. <laughs> that would be freaky, wouldn't it? Right. Maybe if it called my name, I would, I would stop to. Right. You know, <laughs> <an> apple pie. <laughs> I've never seen one. Yeah. I've heard one. <laughs> All right. Anything else, Judith? Oh, Sonia. I think we have just about covered everything I can think of about facts versus thoughts facts versus thoughts yeah all right well until next week keep modeling you should have plenty of information to look at now to be able to do a really a really good model to start working on your own thought work and we'll see you next week bye bye bye, -bye. oh